Hey, Smarty Pants, I've told you about my friends at Koala Moon and their awesome podcast that helps you fall asleep with bedtime stories. Well, guess what? They also have a daytime adventure show I know you're going to love. It's called Koala Shine, and it's hosted by my friend Kelly. Listen along as she enchants you with expertly crafted stories designed to excite, engage, and encourage you to think about life in an imaginative and mindful way. Starring fun characters like Coco the Koala, Hector and Sonny, the Frazzled Flamingo, and more, Koala Shine is a thrill with new episodes landing every Saturday morning. Since its launch, Koala Shine has been a huge hit. Its mix of entertainment and fun facts has hit a chord with kids and parents alike. Join my friends at Koala Shine now by searching Koala Shine wherever you listen to podcasts and start with the ancient Egyptian pyramid puzzle. It is a wild ride. Search Koala Shine now, hit follow, and let the adventures begin. Sasquatch. Wendigo. Ruggaroo. Bigfoot. Hey there. Here, in the forests of the Northwest, the modern legend of Bigfoot is everywhere. Tales of a hulking, hairy, mysterious creature tromping through the tall trees and scaring campers abound. I'm scared. The myths of this beast span many centuries and many cultures, but the names we know it by best come from the native peoples of North America. Sasquatch comes from the Salish name, Sasquitz, meaning hairy man. In the North Central States, the Algonquin named it Wittico, or Wendigo, meaning giant monster. On the Northern Plains, they tell tales of a large man-like creature imbued with special powers who appears in times of danger or as a messenger with a warning for humankind. The Ojibwe tribe of Southern Canada call him Ruggaroo. As for me, I call him Bigfoot, or Bryce. He kind of looks like a Bryce to me. But is Bryce, I mean, Bigfoot, real? When did tales of a mysterious ape-human creature first begin? I don't know. And how does the legend of Bigfoot play into myths of strange, hairy creatures all over the world? Uh, nice, Bigfoot. It's time for another whiff of science on... Who's smarted? Who's smarted? smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun. But who's smarted? Extra, extra, read all about it. Humboldt Times says giant footprints puzzle residents. In 1958, an article reported a Northern California construction crew had discovered human-like footprints that were a massive 16 inches long. How big is that, you ask? Do you know any basketball players? Oh, really? Who? Call them out. James Harden. Rockets. Nice. Who else? Trey Young. LeBron James. Yeah, those are some pretty tall guys with some big feet. Size 12, 15, even 16. Have you measured your feet lately? What size shoe do you wear? Probably a lot smaller than that, right? Remember Shaq? Shaq attack. Go Lakers! Shaq had the biggest feet in the NBA. Shaq wears a whopping size 22 shoe. Well, guess what? Even Shaq's shoes 
are way smaller than Bigfoot's. Whoa. With his 16-inch foot, Bigfoot would wear a size 27. That's one whole size bigger than Guinness World Record holder Jason Orlando Rodriguez Hernandez, who wears a size 26 and one size smaller than an elephant's 17-inch long foot. It was actually the Humboldt Times that gave this mysterious footprint-creating creature the memorable name Bigfoot. Bigfoot! But that wasn't the first time a Bigfoot-like creature had been spotted. North American settlers started making reports of Bigfoot during the late 1800s and early 1900s, sharing their findings of footprints and first-hand encounters. Hey, look at these footprints I found! Then later came some photographic evidence. Though, I find those photos rainy and dubious. Dubious? Unbelievable. Still, there's enough evidence to capture the imagination and raise suspicions. Hmm. Those who claimed to have seen Bigfoot have described him as what? How would you describe Bigfoot? Did you say a large, upright, walking ape or a very hairy human? He's six to ten feet tall and built like the rock. So they say. Entire organizations are dedicated to finding and proving the existence of Bigfoot. The debates and research continue. Believe. Believe. On one hand, how could you not believe? There have been more than 23,000 sightings across the country. With Washington, Oregon, California, Pennsylvania, New York, Ohio, and Texas leading the way. But as much as our furry friend has found himself in the public spotlight, he's just as famous for not being seen. Facts. So, is Bigfoot real or imagined? Um... What do you think? Me real. Who said that? <sighs> as it turns out, there are many organizations dedicated to finding out. Yes. The Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, founded in 1995, bill themselves as the only scientific research organization exploring the Bigfoot Sasquatch mystery. How do you solve a mystery? Go ahead, shout out some ideas. I'm listening. Look for clues, yeah. Gather evidence, mm-hmm. Record your findings, yeah. Look for connections, yes and yes. The Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization and other seekers like them do exactly that. Over the last two decades, the BFRO has logged at least one Bigfoot sighting from every state, except Hawaii. Me no like surfing. One 2018 report from Florida described a creature that looked like a large, soggy pile of grass. Soggy grass? But Bigfoot is a tall, hairy primate type. Maybe he'd been swimming. But there's evidence of Bigfoot nests, noises, and scat, a.k.a. poop. Are you sure that wasn't just bear poop? Pretty sure. Hmm. I'm still skeptical. Turns out those infamous 1958 footprints were discovered to have been planted there by a California man named Ray Wallace, whose kids insisted many decades later that it was all just a joke. What about the 1967 film footage by Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin? You can watch it on YouTube. It shows a big hairy creature tromping on two legs near Bluff Creek, California. Hmm, that film was shot suspiciously close to where Wallace's joke took place. Looks like a guy in a costume to me. But the creature's movement and proportions couldn't be human. In order to prove the existence of a species and classify it scientifically, someone must provide a significant amount of evidence. 
This evidence most frequently includes a member of the species discovered, alive or dead. Other helpful evidence might include fossils, hair, photographs, or casts of footprints, and yes, scat, a.k.a. poop. I have that. You do? Maybe. Then there are some steps you need to take to log and classify your new species. You have to analyze your evidence along with the databases of all known species up to this moment to be sure your evidence is unrelated to an existing species. That sounds hard. It's exhausting. And your research must be exhaustive. Let's just say it's all Bigfoot evidence. Then what? Well, if you studied the DNA, scoured the publications, worked with museums and field researchers, and you're sure... I'm sure. Super duper sure. Then you must choose a name and publish a highly detailed description distinguishing it from all other species. I can do that. Really? Many cryptozoologists have dedicated their lives to finding and classifying Bigfoot. Crypto what? Cryptozoologists. Researchers who search for and study animals whose existence or survival is disputed or unsubstantiated, like Bigfoot or other cryptids. Like the Loch Ness Monster? Chupacabra? The Jersey Devil! Exactly. It is possible that these creatures exist. That's why the search continues. But Bigfoot does exist! Skamania County in southern Washington state near the Yakima tribal lands considers itself a Bigfoot refuge and put a law in place in 1984 stating that he's an endangered creature. And killing him will earn you a $1,000 fine, a year in jail, or both. There are enough facts to fuel a legend, but not enough evidence to provide proof. Proof. Is it a goofy-looking bear, a North American primate? What if it's the missing link between modern-day humans and the apes we descended from? A modern-day Neanderthal or Homo erectus? Could Bigfoot actually be connected to the evolution of humans? Maybe. Or maybe just someone's tall and shaggy Uncle Steve? Uncle Steve is pretty tall and shaggy. But one thing we know for sure. The folklore of Bigfoot-like creatures spans centuries and comes from all over the world. To hear more about how other countries have their own big feet, stick around. Hey, Smarty Pants, want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is. That's the sound I hear when I'm learning a new language with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds, too. Learning a new language has always been on my to-do list, and thanks to Babbel, I can check it off. But it's not just about memorizing words. It's about understanding a culture, connecting with other people on a deeper level, and expanding my horizons. With Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons designed by over 150 language experts, I was able to get the hang of the basics of German in only three weeks. Babbel is convenient, effective, and genuinely fun. Best of all, Babbel has equipped me with real-life conversation skills, making it easy to order food, ask for directions, or shop in stores. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology has been a game-changer for my pronunciation, helping me sound like a local, or close to it. Dankeschön, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash smarted. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash smarted. Spelled B-A-B 
B-B-E-L dot com slash smarted. Rules and restrictions may apply. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. Hey, parents and guardians, let's talk about something crucial, financial literacy for our kids. It's a conversation that's as important as any other childhood milestone. When I was a kid, I'd earn money doing chores with little to no understanding of what to do next. I'd stash my cash in a piggy bank, but didn't know why. I certainly didn't know much about saving or budgeting. If only Greenlight was around to give me the opportunity for hands-on financial learning. You see, Greenlight is a debit card and money app designed specifically for families. You can send your kids instant money transfers, get real-time notifications of spending, manage chores, and automate allowance, all while they learn how to handle money responsibly. With Greenlight, kids learn about saving for goals, budgeting for their wants and needs, and understanding the value of money. Yep, much better than just sticking money in a piggy bank. So stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash smarted. That's greenlight.com slash smarted to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash smarted. And we're back. So while Bigfoot is unique to the United States and Canada, the concept of a Bigfoot-like creature exists around the world. For example, the Yeti of the Himalayas, a giant white-haired snow beast. The Yoey in Australia is a tall, hairy creature with fangs who eats kangaroos. In China and Mongolia, they speak of the Yaren, a hairy wild man. Could these tales of similar creatures spread from one place to another, passed down from generation to generation, just like fairy tales, folklore, and other legends? What about all the myths from the native peoples of North America? Even the famous American pioneer Daniel Boone claims to have shot and killed a 10-foot hairy man-like beast he called a yahoo. Tall creatures or tall tales? What do you think? Is Bigfoot real? Me real? Hmm. Sounds like you guys are split on the issue, too. Hey, you can't disprove the existence of a Bigfoot. (laughs) True, which is why Bigfoot tracking is so popular across the United States, with groups dedicated specifically to this pursuit. They're out there. Listen, we even have a special call to attract them. (gasps) Your best bet for spotting Bigfoot would be to travel to Washington State, Oregon, California, Florida, or Whitehall, New York, which now boasts the highest number of Bigfoot sightings. Remember, though, if you're looking to classify it as a species, remember to take your notebook, sample collection kits, camera with telephoto lens. Some of us bring night vision goggles and thermal scanners. Field audio recorders. You're going to need indisputable evidence to submit to the scientific community. Evidence! Unfortunately, With so many viral hoax videos out there, especially on social media, it can be harder than ever for people to distinguish fact from fiction. That's why we're compiling and comparing our research, including first-hand accounts of actual Bigfoot encounters. In 1924, five miners in Washington were attacked by ape men who threw rocks at their cabin. They surmised those creatures were mystical beings from another dimension. In 2007, a Pennsylvania hunter captured a photo of Bigfoot with his auto-capture camera. 
Yeah, the Pennsylvania Game Commission dismissed that photo as likely being a juvenile bear with mange. <sighs> At the end of the day, nobody has conclusively proved there is a Bigfoot, just like nobody has proven there isn't one. On the one hand, technology has never been better, and chances are, if Bigfoot existed, we'd have found one. <laughs> On the other hand, scientists estimate there are still 5 million species of animals and insects yet to be identified. So, by all means, keep searching for Bigfoot. We will. Plus, I just like camping with friends. Yeah, we have fun. We make s'mores. Mm, s'mores. Ah! Oh, great. My cell phone battery is dead. A super shout out to Jet in Memphis, Tennessee. Thanks for being a space camper and for listening to Who Smarted on the Way to School with your dad. This episode, Bigfoot, was written by Libby Ward and voiced by Jason Williams, Jenna Hoban, Sheffield Chastain, featuring Adam Tex Davis as Sasquatch and Jerry Colbert as narrator. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn, who smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studio, and our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, and the lyrics were written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This is an Atomic Entertainment production. 